This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Late Thursday, we met President Biden at the White House. It had been a rough week, and we could see it on it. Mr. Biden will be 81 next month, and he has said that when he's tired, his lifelong stutter can creep back in. Ah, yes, Scott Pelley and 60 Minutes warning the viewership ahead of time that Joe Biden is going to sound like a doddering idiot, but pay no attention. It's just his age, and uh, when he's tired, and he's always tired, his old stutter can creep up on him. His stutter. And then he might grope Tara Reid with his hands and fingers or something like that, but... Scott Pelley doing a world-class job of fluffing the dim-witted Democrat president. And I have that for you coming right up. I have a couple of major developments, though, since uh, last we spoke moments ago. This one came out a couple of hours ago, but NBC News will host the third Republican presidential debate. NBC News, and they're very proud to announce NBC News. And the RNC, the Republican National Committee, proud to announce that they're uh, partnering with NBC News. They're going to have, I think, uh, Pol Pot. Pol Pot will be hosting. Who knew Pol Pot was even still alive? I thought Pol Pot was dead. But Pol Pot will be uh, moderating the uh, the debate. And uh, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin will be the referee. It's Unbelievable. NBC News will host the third Republican presidential primary debate in Miami on November 8th. November 8th, that's not even uh, very far away, is it? The debate to be held at the Adrienne Arsht Center for the Performing Arts in Miami-Dade County will air from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. on the television. That's what NBC News says. The moderators and format will be announced later. I can't believe that the Republican Party, the RNC, agreed to this at all with NBC News. This just shows what idiots they are. I've got to tell you why NBC News. Partner, uh, you know, uh, it's just amazing. And they haven't decided who will be on the uh, debate uh, stage as of yet. Will President Trump be there? Probably not. When are the Democrat debates uh, scheduled? Uh, Who is Joe Biden debating? Because, uh, oh, there will be none. There will be none at all. Seven candidates were on stage at the second debate in California last month. It's not clear how many will qualify again. Last time, you may recall, it was at the Ronald Reagan Library um, with uh, Air Force One, the old Air Force One behind him. Uh, Great library. If you've never been there, you should uh, make a pilgrimage there. Great stuff. Not clear how many will qualify again because the Republican National Committee has raised the polling and donor thresholds for the third contest, but they've lowered the journalistic threshold. To qualify, candidates must now have campaign contributions from at least 70,000 unique donors. 70,000. 
They must also register at least 4% in two national polls or in one national poll and one early state poll that meets the RNC's polling requirements. Qualifying candidates must also pledge to support the eventual GOP nominee. I, I don't like um, I don't like any of that stuff. But honestly, um, NBC News, are you kidding me? This is what you guys have decided to do at the RNC. Hey, and we're they going to have Rachel Maddow, uh, who is Pol Pot. She's uh, you know she's the modern equivalent of Pol Pot. She's very Pol Potish, and. Uh, this makes no sense at all, but that's your Republican Party for you. Uh, I'm embarrassed for them. And, um, you know, got that, uh, that Romney girl who is uh, doing this stuff. Now, I have additional big news, big news too, because that's incredibly dumb news. Republican Party is dumb. And here's more proof. And they haven't announced who the moderators will be. Funny word to use, moderators at MSDNC. They should uh, bring back Chris Matthews. He can ogle all the girls and touch people inappropriately and do all those things. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing. NBC fake news to moderate. And there are no Democrat debates because Joe Biden isn't up to it, and they know that. Now, here's the other big news. Kevin McCarthy, the uh, now former Speaker of the House, has announced that he is endorsing Jim Jordan for Speaker of the House, endorsing Congressman Jim Jordan to be Speaker of the House. I'm going to support Jim Jordan. That's in quotation marks, just in case there's any doubt. McCarthy told reporters, and that's uh, and that's good. So he's uh, supporting uh, Jim Jordan, and uh, that is that's a positive thing. Um, I think, I think it's time that. Uh, at this point, at this stage, that Jim Jordan become the speaker um, and uh, they get back to doing business and restore a regular order and have 12 appropriations bills and move legislation through committees and restore the United States of America because it's been completely out of whack for years now. And Jim Jordan, good. Let's have Jim Jordan as the Speaker of the House and let's, uh, let's get back to it. They're talking about a vote tomorrow, right? Now, this is uh, kind of interesting. The uh, 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 Kevin McCarthy, who was driven out of the speakership, um, in large part because he didn't keep promises that he had made to fellow Republicans in the House of Representatives to do things like restore regular order, Washington talk, uh, but, you know, bringing common sense back to the House of Representatives. And with uh, Kevin McCarthy backing him, perhaps, perhaps we can get to the point um, where he'll have the 217 votes needed to make him Speaker of the House. The Democrats, of course, are going to monkey wrench the system, and there are idiot Republicans in the House that are saying, well, we'll work with the Democrats on getting them to vote for you know, they're commies. They're, they're, they want to destroy the Republican Party more than they want to destroy Hamas, right? Uh, because, you know, Republican Party people wave the American flag and raise their boys to be boys and their girls to be girls and don't loot any place. And so, mm, 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 mm. 
And uh, today's today's headline is it was actually uh, yesterday's headline. Jim, Jim Jordan races to try to change minds of holdouts in bid for House Speaker. Right wing speakership contender says he thinks he has 217 votes needed to win as colleague Mike Johnson waits in the wings. Politics is a crazy and, and stupid business. And this is the uh, Guardian out of the UK again. The right wing congressman Jim Jordan is seeking to shore up support for his bid to succeed Kevin McCarthy as House Speaker. I you know, I'd like to have these people, honestly, I'd like to ask them to define, when you say right wing, um, how would you define that? Because I don't think they can. Uh, they don't know what it means. They just call you names. They hurl names at you. They think that's name calling. And then they loot your neighborhood Wawa store and your neighborhood Loot Loot Lemon. And they show up with Louis Vuitton luggage, uh, all stolen. They burn police cars sack, loot, and plunder our cities from coast to coast, and then uh, call you names. So it's uh, Democrats. You know how they are. All right, let's go to uh, Lunch Bucket Joe. Let's go to Lunch Bucket Joe because, uh, Joe Biden, you heard uh, Scott Pelley opening with, uh, gosh, you know, he gets tired a lot, and you could uh, see it on him. In fact, let me uh, do that. Let me do uh, It's only 14 seconds. Scott Pelley setting up Joe Biden as a tired old grump. Late Thursday, we met President Biden at the White House. It had been a rough week, and we could see it on him. Mr. Biden will be 81 next month, and he has said that when he's tired, his lifelong stutter can creep back in. They're just preparing you because he's a a stammering idiot who falls on every staircase, and it's time, really, to move Joe Biden out of the White House, single-floor living. Either that or give him a bedroom next to the Oval Office, because, um, you know, it's time, it's time for single-floor living for, for Joe Biden. Scott Pelley, oh, listen to this. He was so gracious, Joe Biden was, to work us into his incredibly busy schedule, which begins at about 11 a.m. every day and ends at about 2 p.m. every day. And there is nothing on his schedule on almost any day. But Scott Pelley wanted to lie to the 60 Minutes viewers about how busy Joe Biden is. But he wedged us into his schedule to express his commitment to Israel after the massacre of more than a thousand civilians eight days ago. Yeah, 1,300. The 1,300. 300 is not a rounding error on 1,000. But that's, uh, of course, it was Thursday, you know, that they uh, talked to him, then it aired on. So he wedged us into his, his busy, busy schedule. His schedule is the subject of derision and mockery on a daily basis uh, when they post it because he doesn't do more or less anything. Mm. Now, here's Joe Biden. He um, is asked, uh, what do you think about this whole Israel dust-up with uh, the radical Islamic jihadi terrorist uh, blood-drenched murder cult, uh, the genocidal anti-Semites? And uh, Joe Biden weighed in. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. I guarantee we're going to provide them everything they need. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Israel has one of the best fighting forces in the country, is what he said. Israel has one of the finest fighting forces in the country. In the country. In what country? In Israel, because there are other fighting forces in Israel. But, yeah, they have one of the uh, finest fighting forces in the country. 
and we're going to give them everything they need. But if they already have the finest fighting in the country, uh, so that must be his stutter. He must be tired, just as Scott Pelley warned us he would be tired and stuttering. Joe Biden has a team of uh, heavyweights like Anthony Blinken and uh, Jake Sullivan to back him up, which is why the Western world is being rolled right over. Yes, our team is talking with him about that and uh, whether there could be a safe zone. We're also talking with the Egyptians, uh, whether there is an outlet to get these children and, and women out uh, um, into out of the that area at this moment. But it's, it's hard. What? What? I'm sorry, what? It's time for him to go. He needs to leave the White House and the presidency. He is not up to this. He needs to move to seizure world. He needs single floor living. It's time. Of course, he's got all these multi-million dollar houses that he bought somehow magically on his senator and vice president salary. We need a safe zone, he said, for the terrorists. Well, they're not all terrorists, Chris. The Germans weren't all Nazis, but we bombed the hell out of them for a number of years. I remember that. And he's talking to Egypt. Egypt has a border wall, and they don't let anybody into the country because their border wall works. Now, the troglodytes, they uh, blew up and cut through the uh, border barriers uh, when they attacked Israel to murder all of the babies and the women and the mothers and the Holocaust survivors and butcher them and slash their throats and cut their heads off and rape them, and uh, not necessarily in that order. Uh, but Egypt, you see, they've announced they don't want these people crossing in, these Palestinians, their fellow Arabs, their fellow Muslims. Uh, and, you know, they're not ethnically different, by the way, Egypt and these so-called Palestinians who are Arabs like Jordanians or Syrians or uh, never mind all that. But... Um, just uh, just amazing. You're, you're, uh, you're Joe Biden. There he is. And, uh, yeah, the women and children out of Gaza because they're all innocent, right? That's the thing about them. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Joe Biden. That's, uh, that's our president. And Scott Pelley uh, doing the work of the Democrat Party because you know how they are. They're, they're the news media. And it is good to be a Democrat. Joe Biden was tired. He squeezed us into his busy schedule. He stammers a lot when he's tired. His old stammer comes back. No, none of that is true, Scott Pelley. That's a lot of hooey. Uh, or at least, uh, you know, uh, the fact checkers would say, lacks context. He's always tired. He has nothing on his schedule. He has no idea what he's talking about. He's a blathering idiot. You know, uh, CBDs, CBDs are everywhere, putting CBDs in everything these days. And my friends at Generic CBD have infused CBDs into their number one best-selling deep-penetrating muscle and joint cream. And let me tell you, this stuff is amazing. Melts right into your knees, your elbows, your shoulder, your back, especially your fingers, your knuckles, you know, your hands. goes to work in a matter of a couple of seconds, plus... Even my best girl says it's a fantastic moisturizer. The company is called GenericCBD.com. You've heard me talk about them before. They sell premium CBD products for a lot less cash, saving you money. And right now, you can try their muscle and joint cream for free. It's free. You pay $2.95 for shipping and, you know, handling. That's it. 
But it's not a subscription. Don't worry. No strings attached. They want you to try it because they know you're going to love it. You're going to buy more. You're going to get some for mom and you're going to get some for your wife and for everybody. People at work, get your free sample at genericcbd.com. That's G-E-N-E-R-I-C-C-B-D.com. These products and statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Yeah, I've got more uh, Joe Biden because uh, they're just getting warmed up there at the Fluffernutter show called 60 Minutes. And uh, Joe Biden did everything but fall down a flight of stairs for Scott Pelley. But Scott cleaned it up for him. He's tired. He's so busy. He squeezed us into his schedule. He stutters when he's tired. He's 81. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da-da. All right, I'm going to get to Joe Biden. And wait till you hear Scott Pelley answering Joe Biden's questions for him rather than asking questions of Joe Biden and letting him answer. It's kind of funny and kind of, uh, you know, Pravda, TASP, Soviet, third world. Let's go to Ivan calling from Miramar Beach, Florida. Ivan, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? I haven't spoke to you for a while. Welcome. Hey, Chris, Chris, one honest journalistic question will tell you everything or elucidate everything that you need to know about the Israeli-Palestinian situation. I mean, we know the history of, of the uh, Jewish-Palestinian uh, situation, but if one honest journalist would ask the question, well, what precipitated this attack on Israel? And that simple question, Chris, what, what precipitated this attack on Israel? And, you know, and, and it tells you very clearly, clearly that nothing did. <laughs> the Palestinians don't need a reason to kill Jews. They need no reason to kill Jews. That, tell, that should tell you everything you need to know, Chris. You know, you're, uh, you're right, of course. Uh, stop bringing common sense to journalism and uh, global politics. That's going to be a problem, you know, Ivan. But you're right. What precipitated this? It is an ancient grievance, um, a generations-old grievance. There, there was no event or a series of events that precipitated this latest genocidal attack on uh, their Jewish neighbors who run a, you know, a a, a democratic, open, liberal, in the classical sense, democracy. Um, The troglodytes um, are a death cult. You know, this uh, Hamas and these organizations are death cults. But you're absolutely right, Ivan, that that would stump them all. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, let's get back to, uh, speaking of got no place to go, let's get back to Lunch Bucket Joe and uh, Fluffy Scott Pelly. Scott, well, he's tired, so his stutter may reappear. He squeezed us into his schedule, which had nothing on it. Excuse me, he wedged. He said wedged. Giving each other wedgies up there. White House on Thursday, Scott Pelley. But he wedged us into his schedule. Ah, yes. Which had nothing else on it. But never mind that. He's real tired. Because he, what did he say? He turns 81 uh, next week or something like that. Turning 81 soon. And, uh, you know, he was, he was uh, no brain trust when he was 41. Let's, let's be honest. And it is time for a single-level living for Joe Biden. Uh, here's uh, Scott Pelley. Now, listen to this. See, when you're a Democrat like Joe Biden and the interviewer like Scott Pelley, 60 Minutes, knows that you're not up to the task of doing the interview because your brain, she's a broke, she's a no good, that brain of yours, she's a no good, then uh, what you do when you're Scott Pelley is uh, you talk to the White House staffers beforehand. They tell you, what their message is. And then when you're Scott Pelley, you just parrot the message and see if Joe Biden agrees, and then you all pretend like you've done something journalistic. You would like to see a humanitarian corridor that allows some of the two million Gazans out of the area. Yes. You would like to see humanitarian supplies brought into Gaza? Yes. So you do not agree with the Israeli total siege of the Gaza Strip. Um, I, you notice that the, those really weren't even in question form, <laughs> saying, uh, you know, uh, that it's, it reminds me of a government interview or something. You, <clears throat> uh, you uh, have uh, never had a DUI. Uh, 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 you've uh, never uh, parked um, illegally on a, and uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, and and you want a humanitarian quarter to, you know, fuel and fund the terrorists? Is that what? You, and there are no there are no follow ups. There is no follow up because there was no question. Really, do you agree with this statement? Yes. Is humanitarian stuff good? Yes. Is killing bad? Yes, except, you know, Planned Parenthood and, and that stuff. Um, so there he is. And then um, and then Pelly had a question, and it kind of got to a, a question, and it's uh, Israel is the bad guy here. Uh, isn't Israel the bad guy here? Would you support Israeli occupation of Gaza at this point? I think it'd be a big mistake. Look. At this point. What happened in Gaza, in my view, yeah. is... His view. Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas extreme elements. don't represent all the Palestinian people. They're like MAGA. And uh, I think that uh, 
it would be a mistake to uh, for Israel to occupy Gaza again. We did, but to going in and uh, taking out the uh, uh, the extremists, the uh, Hezbollah is up north, but Hamas down south is a necessary requirement. I'm sorry, Hezbollah is up north, but uh, they're in Lebanon, uh, although they are now shelling northern Israel and firing rockets, raining rockets and missiles down on northern Israel because they're another gang of troglodytes. And uh, that is your, that's that's uh, Joe Biden. Now, um, the man is not up to the task. He is, he is not a legitimate president of the United States. And Israel is evacuating an endless number of uh, villages and towns in northern Israel, uh, close to the border with Lebanon, and uh, too numerous to tick off here, but, you know, Manara, Matula, and Shatula, and um, uh, Arab al-Aramza, and uh, Rosh Hankara, and and there are dozens of communities that are being evacuated um, of all of the Israelis. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, I'm uh, I'm telling you, that's that's and that's what's going on there as they're standing by for the next radical Islamic jihadi army to uh, rain and it's happening already to rain death down upon them. And keep in mind at all times that our border, um, since uh, Joe Biden has came into office, we've had capturing people at our southern border, sneaking into the United States. From Afghanistan, 6,386 people from Afghanistan we've caught sneaking in across our southern border. 3,153 from Egypt, from Egypt. 659 from Iran. 123 from Iraq. Iran is a really huge problem. 185 from Jordan. 164 from Lebanon. From Mauritania in Africa, 15,594 people caught crossing our border from Mauritania. We're not uh, scoring the ones that we didn't catch. And from Turkey, 30,830. From Uzbekistan, 13,624 people caught coming across our southern border since Joe Biden came in. That didn't come up at the, uh, because that's a national security threat. And it didn't come up talking to Jake Sullivan on NBC yesterday, didn't come up talking to Joe Biden. Uh, uh, uh. And, um, yeah, and Joe Biden is like, Hezbollah, and uh, oh, he doesn't know where they are. He thinks they're in the West Bank. That's uh, the Palestinian Authority. Hezbollah is a radical Islamic terrorist group paid, funded uh, by Iran. We uh, have multiple reports on the Iranian senior, senior officials meeting in Beirut in Lebanon with with the Hezbollah leaders just days before the attack was launched. Um, and we can't believe what our own government is telling us, the intelligence community, the FBI, the White House. And we can't believe what the news media is telling us, which is why I have posted over my desk here the old Elena Gorakova, Gorakova uh, quote from her book during the Soviet days. She was a Soviet author, a young woman, and her book, Mountain of Crumbs, where she wrote, the rules are simple, they lie to us, we know they're lying. They know we know they're lying, but they keep lying to us. And we keep pretending to believe them. 
I do not keep pretending to believe them, uh, nor do I think uh, you uh, keep pretending to believe them either. But but uh, Elena Gorakova. All right, let's get back to Scott Pelley. Speaking of the Soviet Union and Mountain of Crumbs, here's Scott Pelley uh, teeing up the prepared responses from the sock puppet uh, president of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden. I wonder what is your message to Hezbollah and its backer, Iran? Have a nice don't, day. Don't, don't, don't. Don't. Don't come across the border. Don't escalate this war. That's right. He's trying to interpret what the three don'ts meant. Don't. What, what was the third one? It's the rule of three, Scott Pelley. Don't escalate. Did he say four don'ts? Don't. Oh, you're right. He did. Four don'ts. Don't escalate. Don't come across the border. Well, they're already firing rockets, raining rockets, and murdering from afar. And um, didn't you just uh, free up $6 billion for the Iranians? That didn't come up in the interview either. And didn't the Obama-Biden administration funnel tens of billions of dollars in plane loads of cash, shrink-wrapped pallets of euros, not even American dollars. Um, uh, aren't you the guys who are allowing them to enrich uranium and spin centrifuges and advance their ballistic missile program where they write death to the great Satan on the nose cone of their ballistic missiles as the range continues to expand and you're providing them with billions and billions of dollars when you know they're the number one far and away state sponsor of radical Islamic terror in the world? And then uh, Pelly asks them, uh, well, is Iran behind this? And and he gives just a total BS uh, response. Is Iran behind the Gaza war? Yes. I don't want to get into classified information, but to be very blunt with you, there is no clear evidence of that. Lie. At this point, no this evidence. Point, uh, I'm sorry. You know, uh, now you go to the Wall Street Journal piece where they had the details on the on the uh, uh, Iranian officials meeting in Beirut with the Hezbollah officials and. And uh, it's documented, and uh, and the timing, and uh, but uh, they don't do that because they're not journalists; they're Democrats, and that's oh, there's no evidence of that. And there, then I think that even the New York Stinking Times had a follow-up piece on the Wall Street Journal on the meetings in Beirut just before all this started. Now you may recall a little bit earlier one of the sound bites we played a little while ago. He said, "Well, you know the." The Hamas that they don't rec- re- represent the you know the Palestinian people, who aren't really a separate people, but uh, that's okay. There's just some extremist elements, and I was reminded that's why he talks about Republicans, the MAGA extremists. So they use the same parameters, the same definitional terms to describe Hamas, and some of them being extremists. That he uh, uses those MAGA Republican extremists, right? Those MAGA Republicans, and here comes. Uh, Joe Biden with uh, the terrible Republicans. <clears throat> and uh, Scott Pelley turned the the corner during the conversation, say, hey, now we're done defending Hamas. Let's attack Republicans. And again, the same terminology, the same terms being used by Joe Biden to describe and define the Republican Party and Republicans that he used to define and describe Hamas radical Islamic terrorist group, genocidal anti-Semites, Jew haters, and uh, uh, it's good to be a Democrat. Look, this is not your father's Republican Party. 
Right. 30% of it is made up of these MAGA Republicans. 30%. Or maybe democracy is something I don't, they don't look at it the same way you and I look at democracy. Yeah, they don't, those MAGA Republicans don't look at democracy the same way that you and I look at democracy. You look at it as a gang of criminals shooting people, looting stores, burning police stations, uh, tearing down society, ripping down historical uh, posters and paintings and sculptures and statues, all of Democrats and uh, pain. But um, yeah, 30% of the MAGA Republicans. And, uh, you know, honestly, the the dumb people that misbehaved on Capitol Hill on January 6th gave the Democrats the greatest gift that they've ever had. Were it not for that, they would have absolutely nothing to talk about. Um, you guys, hey, Democrats, stop shooting people. Stop having looting riots. We had a mob violence action on Friday evening, one mile from this radio station, with 300 Utes. And the police came out like it was, uh, you know, the Kennedy assassination and didn't arrest anybody because they know that the Democrats, you know, you know how they are. By the way, a new ABC News poll finds uh, they asked a question, how do you uh, what do you think of Joe Biden's handling of the uh, terrorist war against Israel? And 54 percent of us disapprove of Joe Biden's handling of the Israel war uh, being perpetrated by the troglodytes and only 41 percent approve of his handling. Those are mostly Democrat anti-Semites, as it turns out. Oh, Antony Blinken is in Israel again uh, today, by, uh, by the way. Uh, and the number of Americans killed is now up to 30, up to 30 Americans killed in the troglodyte attack last week. Uh, and we don't know how many hostages, uh, American hostages, are being held. But now the estimate of the number of hostages is 199, 199. So then when wrapping up his fluff job of uh, Joe Biden, Scott Pelley, he started by saying, poor Joe, he's so busy. He, he uh, uh, squeezed us into his, uh, wedged us into his schedule like a wedgie. And, and uh, now as they're wrapping up, they're trying to clean up for him again. America's oldest president seemed tired from directing all of this, but he was very clear on what he stood for and how his policies, in his view, would see America through. He seemed tired from directing all of this. That's uh, from he was directing all of this. That's that's what was going on there. Uh, he was directing it. That's that's what they say. It is good to be a Democrat, and that is a pretty good example of why I like to say it's good to be a Democrat, because no Republican would get that kind of kid gloves treatment with it. Um, you get quite the opposite. They shove you down the stairs when you're a Republican. They clean up for you and make excuses for you. Pelly was making excuses before they started. Now, the interview had already been done, and he did the, the excuse-making afterward. Um, and uh, then, oh, thank you so much. And he was directing. He was seemed tired from directing. Alone. He's not directing anything. Honestly. But when you're a Democrat, this is what you can rely on the press to do for you. Hamas and the extreme elements of Hamas don't represent all the Palestinian people. 30% of it is made up of these MAGA Republicans.
So um, the McDonald's Corporation has apparently provided uh, some free meals in Israel to Israeli troops. And lefties, lefties are uh, calling for boycotts of McDonald's because they're uh, genocidal anti-Semites uh, all over the Democrat Party. I uh, The story, what is that story? I, I touched on it on Friday. The um, My party has, I'm a proud Democrat and my party has an anti-Semitism problem. Well, it's kind of like the Irish drunk, you know. Uh, I don't have a drinking problem. I drink, I get drunk, I fall down, no problem. And with the Democrats, they don't have an anti-Semitism problem because, you know, they don't think it's a problem. But they are. And where where's the JLM? The Washington Examiner asks the question today. Where is the Jewish Lives Matter movement? Where is the Where is the Jewish Lives Matter movement? JLM, right? We had uh, George Floyd uh, died a heart problem while being arrested yet again. And the Democrats burned our cities and police stations and police cars and everything. All right, let's go to let's go to this Chuck Nash guy, U.S. Navy captain, old uh, fighter pilot, and Chuck Nash. He was on the Fox News Channel over the weekend, and I thought, wow, this guy's making sense. Our intelligence community, the Israeli intelligence community, both top notch, missed this whole thing. Hamas had to know with certainty that by doing what they did that the Israelis would have no choice but to come in full throat. The question is, what have we missed with that? What's waiting for those troops when they enter in there that we haven't thought about or that our intelligence community hasn't figured out? You know, uh, Chuck Nash was making a lot of sense, and I don't know him, but he was making a lot of sense this weekend. Um, You know, this whole thing has been set up as plotted. It was planned for uh, years in advance. The Iranians were involved in it. Joe Biden's lying to us about it. Retired Navy captain and fighter pilot Chuck Nash. I can't believe that Hamas just did step one without thinking about step two and three. So there, I think there's a lot of surprise in the weeks ahead. I think that is a very smart consideration. Um... What is what and what you know? What's behind door number two, Captain Chuck Nash? War is the most is the dumbest thing that we do, but sometimes it's necessary and we do it. And the uncertainty that surrounds all of that activity, uh, it's it's so unpredictable. Once you unleash the dogs of war, it, it it just takes on a life of its own, and you're you're always playing catch up. You're always playing catch up. So trying to prepare people, I guess the best thing to be to do would be to, you know, quote the old movie line, buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. I, um, you know, and I got to tell you, I was uh, listening to Captain uh, Chuck Nash and and, uh, you know, he's making very, very good points here. Um, We missed it all. What are we missing now? U.S. intelligence missed it. Israeli intelligence missed it. Iran is behind this. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, what are we not anticipating this time? And and this is not close to being over. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. 
the purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets Podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.